right. Uh, welcome to episode four of Bias Football Takes. Uh, I'm your resident Arsenal fan, Obina. And uh, with me, I have Sheung. Okay, if you introduce yourself, Joe, why am I introducing you? The best and the good sides. <laughs> the <laughs> most knowledgeable soccer of... No, sorry, I said soccer. Football co-host. The other half <laughs> of this podcast. Um... Whatever, Mr. Best Half or Better Half. Um, so <clears throat> today we have uh, a packed episode. I think it, you'll find it very informative and it'll go based on the following outline. So uh, we will quickly review Arsenal and City's FA Cup uh, fourth round clash. Then um, we will talk about a team that has been punching well above its weight, although it has a potential to even do uh much better uh considering the backing that it has and that's the team of newcastle and then we have a special guest in the house um ayotunde uh to discuss sports business ayotunde and i go way back i've been friends since primary school quite literally so uh, and uh, yeah that that should be an informative session and we'll talk about the worst team of the week uh, even though there were no premier league games there were fa cup matches so we'll talk and um, play. There were other games in other leagues, so we'll just talk about individual performances. And then this coming weekend, there are a bunch of games, so we'll do predictions, um, and that'll be the show. So stay tuned, and I hope you enjoy uh, this episode of the Bias Football Takes podcast. So jumping right in, Chill, I'm sure you were happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you are happy. Ah, so, no soccer, no party. <laughs> Is that what you're battling me? No, so, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Playing against City, I, I don't, you, you probably watched the game. Anyone who watched that match will tell you that in the first half. First of all, we had six changes to our first 11. Story Any, real. Story anyone, real. anyone who watched that game will tell you that Arsenal was the better team uh, on the day. It's just... Unfortunately, when Sambi came on for party, it kind of like threw off our, our you know, setup. But, yeah, I'm actually okay with that. The fact that we're no longer in FA Cup, honestly speaking. What do you have to say about that now? I've, like... always, I've always said that football is not about who passes the ball the most, who has the most shot on target, who has the best or highest number of take-ons, successful take-ons. In the end, the ball needs to go into the nets. And the team that scores the most goals wins the game. I've told you many times that in the past, United has played Arsenal and we've been, like, we've not had a lot of the ball and we've beaten Arsenal. The same way Chelsea used to beat Arsenal when Jaguar was there. It's the same thing City did. They did match of football. Do what they running around, do whatever. All Pep needed to do was just to put one player on Saka, and that was it. And that was the end of the game. You guys had absolutely no idea what to do with the ball. We're just <laughs> passing the ball around. Side, no, no, side, no, I, I, pass, disagree. I disagree with that. No, I mean, look, no. So, so first of all, you can see that my, we're, we're doing something, we're doing a bunch of things, right? One. Two, honestly speaking, I don't think Ateta said that, like, okay, we have to beat City because we have so much riding on this. No. There's a, there's there are more things at play. There there are more things to fight for. And so February fifteenth, 
if City beats beats us, then then I'll be like, okay. But as far as I'm concerned, Ateta is and rightly so is focused on that on, on the Premier League, the two Premier League matches we have against City because um, if we if and when if and when when being underlined when we beat City on the 15th of February we be eight points clear and that it will take a lot of you know <laughs> it will take us practically throwing the league away for them to catch up so. As far as I'm concerned, I think I th- I'm fine with this result. Uh, uh, so are you telling me that Adata called you on the phone or he wrote you an email stating, oh, we're about to throw this game. No, he no, did, we he don't didn't, want to win. He didn't have to write me. Story. He didn't have to write me. It, it, the, fact was, the, the, fact, the, the fact that he changed his starting 11 the way he did shows that he didn't, have, he didn't have a whole lot riding on it. Like for him, it's like, okay, yeah, we'll go and play. Because remember, when he won the FA Cup, Season, the, first half of the, the half of the season that he was here for, uh, that he just joined the team, sorry. He played the strongest possible level he could play. And we beat City. So it's not like, I mean, if, if the FA Cup was a priority, he would have taken it as uh, as serious as, as you know, the occasion demanded. But right now, man, it's just, it's you people that don't have prospects that I'll be fighting for. FA Cup and Carabao. Like, you don't have prospects. So, so I tell you that, wait, so I tell me that you guys have won the league now. So you don't care no. about that small, no, no, small, no, no, semi, in quotes, in no, quotes. No, first, of, first of all, we're playing for something real. So it's one game at a time, right? And that's what we're doing. But in order for us to 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 you know secure to win that game at a time or the one game at a time, we have to have our players fit. We have to you know come into the game with the right uh, mentality, the right fitness, and these other competitions can derail that effort. Uh-huh. So yes. you may mention you may mention that they removed Pate, right? Yeah. yeah. Why is it that every time Arsenal loses, uh, it just so happens that Pate is not involved? You guys always use Pate as as it's not as the excuse. It's always no. an excuse every mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Every time. No, no, no. no, the, no. the three games you guys have lost this season, Pate did not play, and you guys always use that excuse. No, See, but excuse me, excuse me. I haven't lost. You, do you mean the league? Because we only lost one game. So. Uh, you guys lost. Um, you lost in Carling Cup. No, no, no. Oh, that's what I'm saying. In the league, I, again, for my, for my, for all intents and purposes, other competitions are not as. It's for you people, you people who are looking for trophies. Ah, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I like that. You know, you know what I will enjoy. Well, it's not winning anything this season. I will come back <laughs> to this episode. Let's move no on. Problem. Next, no problem. Let's, let's but, talk about um, Newcastle. Let's talk about Newcastle. But, um, but yeah, so, so, so I mean, uh, to, to quickly summarize that, uh, I mean, congratulations, congratulations to City. You know, they move on in the FA Cup. But um, the, they might have won this battle, but the war uh, keeps going on. So, uh, now, mm. Newcastle, <laughs> they are... They are third in the league now, and uh, they are in the final of the Carabao Cup, and they are playing really exciting football. Like Eddie Howe has completely changed the team, changed the team. This guy isn't even starting anymore. Say Maximan, um, Joelington is now who I mean, when they bought him, he was supposed to be a striker. Now he's playing in the midfield, and he's like really, really bossing midfield. Like the guy, and he's adding goals as well. Almiron is, I mean, <laughs> Jack Grealish is probably like, you know, 
very, very uh, apologetic for, for the comments that he made. He's probably regretting those comments. Um, and they haven't even started flexing their financial muscle. Mm. Um, so, like, I, I think the league is... They're, they're going to be competing, you know, for, for trophies and major positions uh, for years to come. What do you think? So, I, I was speaking with Ayatunde, like, I think two weeks ago, last week, about how they've been playing this season and how I feel personally, this is my personal opinion. I feel there's still more to come from them. Mm-hmm. They still have a lot of potential, but that's, I, I think that mindset, that, that philosophy or the culture in the club needs to be broken for them to explode because they have, what, they what, have what philosophy, what mindset? I mean, like, you know how teams are comfortable with, oh, we just want to just you know, not relegate. We're okay with finishing with 40 points in the season. We don't mind losing. So all those things come to play when you're trying to, like, become a big club or join or, you know, sit with the big boys. You need to break that mindset where when you lose a game, you're angry with yourself. Like, this this is not what we are about. We need to win all the games as best as we can. If it happens that we lose a game that we've put in all... You know, we put in all our efforts or we put the blood on the on the field. Then it's okay. So I feel so. With, with that said, Newcastle, I, I expected them to play this way this season, but I kind you of did? feel yes, I did. I've always, I said no, no, wait, wait, no, wait, wait. I'm telling you facts. Relax. I think is on this call or is on this podcast. I said this from last season because they've not from middle of last season, they barely lost games. So I've been saying that Newcastle is coming because of their buys and the way their manager is putting everything into play. But right now, this is my personal opinion. I kind of feel in the league they've they've picked, they've plateaued. I feel that they've reached, they've gotten to where they can get this highest they can be. But I'm expecting surprises, but I feel they've gotten that pick. My 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 main my main concern, which I feel, is that Newcastle will be United's problems this season because we are facing them in the every cup final, and I feel they'll be the reason why they in might Carabao be the reason cup why. Final. Sorry, Carabao Cup final. Yeah, they, and this might, they might be the reason why. No, the top four might be between both of us. Oh, so, so I feel that, that's, that's what I wanted to ask you. So because you said that you feel like they plateaued. So you, when you say that, you, you mean. You don't think they'll challenge for the league, but they'll be in the top four conversations. Is that what you're yes, saying? yes, definitely. I mean, definitely. that's a, no, 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 no. But I mean, like that's a huge achievement now. Them competing for top four, considering the fact that teams like Chelsea, Liverpool, Tottenham are there and they finish well ahead of them. I, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, that's guys. You know, top four is one of the. I don't know that many big teams in other leagues will come in and be able to make top four in, in England. Yeah, so I, I, I agree with that. But what I'm saying is, with what they are trying to achieve, forget about what they've done in the past. But I'm saying right now, they want to make they want to make top four, and I'm sure they want to win the league. Irrespective, irrespective yeah, of what has happened, I don't think they want. To, I don't think they want to win the league. No, no, I no. I mean, I mean, I mean, not now, not this season. I'm oh, saying okay, okay. their project. The yes, yeah. would be like okay. In the next three seasons, we want to be consistent in the top four, and. Maybe in five years we want to win the league. So you say like, that you don't see that happening. Is that what you're saying? No, no I see that. I see that happening. I'm saying oh, right okay. now, this season, like as we speak right now, 
Oh, I feel they've, they've, they've peaked. Next season, they might get shaken up. They might get a new manager. But I think Edia is doing really well. So that's I, not, I kind of feel that right now, they are a problem for United to make it tough for. Yeah, I, that, I, yeah, I agree with that. I think that they'll finish out of United this season. I can comfortably say that. <clears throat> and that's mm-hmm. my bias take for today. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I, I, I'm, in fact, but they won't be able to catch us now, obviously. And um, I'm okay with that. Mm. Okay. That. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a. I, 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 I actually, in fact, before you know, there how like Saturday mornings, at least for my speaking about, about myself, you know, obviously, I, I look out to see when Arsenal is playing, and then obviously, the other like big six teams, so Tottenham, uh, Liverpool, just, just to see how the other, you know, how the enemy is performing, not necessarily because I want to be entertained, but just so I know what's happening. And then there are other teams that you know they you know they catch my at least this is prior to the to this podcast because now I guess we have to do <laughs> journalistic <laughs> for journalistic integrity we have to watch games, um, but so we know what we're talking about. But I now I, I actually catch myself watching a lot more Newcastle games uh, and Brighton games. Those two mm-hmm. teams have definitely caught my eyes, and then Brentford actually to some degree because. They are they, they they play very attractive football and I like what their coach is trying to do. So I was I was up to maybe two games ago or two EPL games ago. I was a Newcastle fan because I was like, oh, <laughs> these people are getting serious. They can punch Arsenal, but I feel like they've got into their pick and they're going to come down. Yeah, Anyways, let's yeah. let's let's get to what our today is about. We want to talk about sport business and decided to bring. An expert in the house, in-house expert. He's not going to agree that he's an expert, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be an in-house expert. Welcome to today's episode. Are you today at the Nike? Clap. Open a clap. (laughs) Open a clap, clap, clap. Because there are two better fans on this this episode, so clap. For for the first time, right? This is is the first time that you guys are having two United fans. I feel feel like I'm being average, but... So I'm about about to gank up for you right now. (laughs) Clap, clap. Open a clap, clap, clap. I beg, I'll be fine. I think I can handle it. Let's go, let's go. And a resident expert, Mm, you know, (laughs) let's just just press pause on that. (laughs) Somewhat, Somewhat, I know some some parts of the business, but not a resident expert. So, okay, really quickly, what what's your take on City Arsenal's game? I know, I know we, we saw it together, but what do you think about that game? Oh man, um, I think like no Saka and no party. No party. There's no. There's no Arsenal is not working. You know, and wow. I think I think um, Ateta started with you know the young boys um he had Odegaard on the bench Saka playing at the right and for some reason this season I think Ake has been absolutely he has been a beast this season um Mm -hmm. he had Saka in his pocket the whole game Saka could barely make any play and I remember talking to another fellow Arsenal fan my brother and he was saying um because Odegaard was in the game Saka couldn't be Saka couldn't unlock the defense you know and from what I understand with the Arsenal squad, you have about four people. Like, you have uh, Martinelli, uh, Saka, Zinchenko, and Odengar. Those are, like, the four players that can pretty much unlock teams, right? Mm. Uh, but for some reason, 
one person one person playing on the pitch at the same time at, at that time couldn't unlock unlock Man City. But it was Arsenal played better overall. Man City, I don't I don't understand what's going on with Man City these days. Um, or maybe or 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 Arsenal is just a better team now. I think Arsenal is not the first time. Alive, Please. I don't I see this is I'm not I'm not gonna be biased right now, but I think Arsenal played better in that game. Yeah. But Arsenal Arsenal is not I don't I don't know if I would say Arsenal is a better team, but they're getting there this season. Yeah, no, no we're so, not the finished product. You're right, you're right. You're, you're still you guys are three years in. Man City is like how many years? Over five years yeah. in, Abby. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. before you guys can get to Man City's level, it's they're still like you still need to add make some additions in like key areas. Let me ask you a question I asked Shimon last week, or a couple of episodes ago. Do you think City will beat Arsenal both legs this season? You know, the funny thing is, I spoke to you, I've had this conversation with Shimon several times, and I think it's going to... You think it's going to be what? It's going to be Arsenal going to win one game, okay. lose one, and draw one. So basically, they've already, you know, they lost, lost already. They've already lost one, so... Okay, you guys so, probably, okay. you guys might probably win at the Emirates, and you guys can come back to this and either hang me or, 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 or say I, I predicted well. But, but they might, um, they might win at the Emirates and tie at the Etihad. Okay. okay. Yeah, okay, I don't, that. I don't think, I don't think City would overpower you guys, especially now that City has let go of, Cancelo. you know, Cancelo. So yeah. I don't, I don't know. Did that hurt you to say though, or are you like you're you're not as biased as Shion? You don't hit Arsenal as much See, as Shion. Honestly, I, I don't like Arsenal. I don't like Arsenal fans. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, at the same time, the way I watch football is different from probably the way Shion watches football. Yeah, you know, I'm probably the way you so watch football as well. So I I, I can I can chop my L and say yes, yeah, this is my L. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. No, I, pr- I appreciate the honesty. Show you see, this is this is why Show and I we literally argue about everything because I mean, I mean the mo- that's why it's called bias football takes now. There so you go. You, guys, you, yeah, guys, yeah, uh, yeah. you guys are you guys are on both ends of the, the scale. So yeah, yeah, no problem. <laughs> Anytime I watch us now, I'm always, even if it's under twenty one or under seventeen. <laughs> And it's Rexham that's playing against like Arsenal. I'm supporting Rexham. I don't care. I'm always at the or the later the end. Anyway, so um, yeah, let's let's, let's 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 move on. Let's let's. Uh, I mean, you like to ask questions about how our guests started watching yeah. football. So <laughs> okay, yeah. So I so you know um, obviously I've known you for a very long time, but tell uh tell the audience you know how you started liking football, how you ended up a United fan, how I used to. School you back in the days. <laughs> <laughs> Give us some historical context about you know your love for the game and um and how you got to where you are now in terms of being a United fan. So okay, uh, just for just for your listeners, uh, Obina and I we go way 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 back. Uh, we knew each other yeah. since primary school. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Nazareth. And um, back in the day, we used to we used to we used to play football a lot. You know, break time. Me and Obina, same team. Different sides, socks, shoe, and just what do we even play with? Uh, tennis ball back in the day. That's what we used to play with. But um, my love for the game started when I was very little. Um, I started playing football first before I actually started watching. I never used to watch football as a kid growing up. And my first memory of watching football was probably um, around the time 
um, well, let, let me say the, the player that made me actually like football then was, I just love the way Quaresma used to play, Ricardo Quaresma. And this was between, probably between 05, 06. That's when I like actually had interest in football. And what made me like United was, I think, Ronaldo back in the day, when Ronaldo first got into the team. And then again, United were, you know, they were serial uh, winners then. So obviously I wanted to be on the winning side. Um, and then by the time I moved to the U.S. in the 10s, 2010, that is when I actually started watching football like every day, you know, or every anytime there's a game. I was always like looking for, you know, we didn't have what we have today, like the streaming stations we have today. So back then we used to look for, um, you know, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this here, but we used to find all those pirated links, you know, the legal links are stream, streaming links to to start watching the game. So that's how I pretty much like the game. But I played first. I play more than I act. I used to play more than I actually watch. But today it's almost I, I watch more than I play. Mm. So that's that's how my love for the game started. So right. thank God for your life that you were surrounded by Arsenal fans in your house. I know that part. I know that part. And God gave you the epiphany not to be an Arsenal fan. Because imagine you be an Arsenal fan all these years and not been able to tweet or post on Facebook that, oh, my, my team won the league or my team won the Champions League. It, you know, the, funny, life. the funny yeah. thing is, the funny thing is, my brother would say, um, I was an Arsenal fan back in the day growing up, yes. and then I went to school and I came, went to secondary school, boarding school, came back, and I became a Man U fan. I don't know how that happened, but <laughs> the, best, the best thing I ensured that <laughs> empty your kids, <laughs> you need to buy that person a special champagne. Yeah, we had we are like we are like very deep United fans back in back in secondary school. Because we're winning United now, fans. we're winning. Yeah, we are like oh people. So there's this guy that I knew that he just had like the whole gear from head to toe. You know, um, everything was. He used to bleed red. United. <laughs> <laughs> so there, there, there are people in secondary school like that. Like like they'll be carrying these clothes on their head, and they're like, "Yo, you're just a kid, man." Like, <laughs> No, I know, like no, but yeah. And, no, and then the Arsenal, the Arsenal fans were the, the people that used to be so pissed that time when yep. whenever Arsenal used to lose games. So yes, used to be that so was mad. That and was I always I always used to claim neutral because I didn't want to like jump okay, between, but yeah. eventually I, I took I took United side United eventually. Side. Of course, and when you see when you see a group of people <laughs> always crying after losing, <laughs> you want to go and join them. <laughs> no, I remember I remember like the there was a period where, like, you know, these games used to get so testy. And I remember that Champions League semi-final where Ronaldo scored that free kick. Yeah, that, that shot from like, outside. And I'm yeah. like, yo, this guy. Oh. <laughs> I think that, that was Porto, right? Porto, no, no, no. yeah. Against yeah, Porto, yeah. So, so he scored against Arsenal. He also scored against Porto, the 40-yard free kick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 no free kick. Oh, no, free it was kick. a short, though, like, well, a short, 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 short. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, let's let's move to the next next stage um so can you explain to us what is what is going on with chelsea how yeah. is chelsea getting away with this old this old i would say mess but uh, i can't explain it i guess i, well, I guess i guess before, okay yeah yeah, yeah yeah we can start off with that yeah so i think well chelsea was bought for how much like two two billion plus 
And from what I understand, they actually had more money, more of like more free cash to spend. So that, that free cash that they had to spend, that is what Chelsea is actually using right now to fund all their transfers, from my understanding. You know, and um, based on the way they bought players, I think Chelsea had about, um, they bought about how many players? Over, they got over 10 players. Does anybody they know have about 17, about 17, 17 new like players? Summer. Yeah, yeah. So the, the, the joke I have is, I, I think they're trying to form an American football team. You know? <laughs> they're trying, they're trying yeah, to get no, with that real. American football roster. Like, yeah, that's what they're real. trying to do. But um, 17, if you say 17 players, 17 players is a lot of players. Yeah. And they spent, they, they spent the most money right now. Um, Chelsea alone has spent more money than I think I saw the stats today. Maybe two different leagues. I think Italian oh, and yeah. and Spanish league, not just individually. But yeah. the Prem has spent more money than any of the other competitions combined, or the other leagues combined, or the other top leagues combined. So just just imagine how much money that is. I think right now they're about six hundred million plus or something like that. And the way they are getting around it is. Um, you know, UEFA and, you know, in, in sports, they have these FFP rules, financial fair play rules. And the way they've decided to go around it is they're giving the players longer contracts. You know, even if they bought, I think they bought a Modric for about a hundred, a hundred and something. Yeah. Million. That, that's not the one to pay. Yeah, they, they got them for, <laughs> for, for, for uh, that amount. And what they did is they gave Modric about 8.5 years. So, the thing is, in, in terms of financial fair play, the way they got around it is they amortize those, that payment, meaning they spread that payment, they spread it out into like, you know, different years. So what that means is if you spend like 120 million on a player, if you divide that by, and you give him an eight-year contract, divide that by 120 by eight, that's how much they're going to be paying on a yearly basis. Even if they've, even if they've paid everything in front or they've spread the payment out. But the way it comes out in their books is to show that they are paying you know, a certain amount, 120 uh, divided by yeah, eight on a yearly basis. Mm-hmm. That's so crazy. That's, how, that's how they get through the financial fair play rules. That's crazy. I, so, I'm fighting here. I'm fighting here that our community cannot do that. Because we need <laughs> players. And I say United doesn't have money. Do this thing. Do the same thing. Yeah, but <laughs> man, United is in, they're, they're in a lot of debt, you know. They have about almost 500 million plus pounds debt, if not more. You know, and you know, this is majority of majority of what we spend money on is on our wages. Like there was this um Deloitte Money League thing that came out like sometime last week or two weeks ago, where you could actually see the breakdown of what each individual team is uh spending, spending how they are on. how they are bringing money and how they are spending their money. And United was number you know, United has the team is very the team it's a big club and they're number I think number four or five. Number four this year. Yeah. He ended up as number four this year. And if you see like the wages, United wages were like ridiculous. So most of United's money goes goes towards wages and we don't we don't have money. We don't have money to 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 be able to spend price. on this kind of, yeah, to bring in new players like that. That's crazy. So I know Everton too, Everton is all over the place because we don't know what's happening. We don't even know the owner of Everton. Yeah, Everton is Everton is another. But you know the funny thing, Everton is Everton ended up as number when the top twenty, right, of that Deloitte Money League, and um, 
like you said, they don't know who the owner is or the owner is um what's his name? Farah Moshiri, that's the owner of Everton. He's Everton. still he's still the he's still there, but from what I understand, there is someone like Usmanov funding Everton right now. And Usmanov has put like some of his people in the board. So nobody knows if they are going to sell, if they are not going to sell. So there's still that there's still that thing where it's like nobody knows what's going on in Everton and there's been like tons of protesting going on with the fan base. So we don't know what's going to happen with everything in the next few weeks or few months. Mm. They're, they're going to really get... <laughs> oh, yeah. 110%. <laughs> but like with Sean Dyke, you never know, man. I, I, think, I agree with, with Sean Dyke. I, I think... For me, I think is they just brought him in just so that they can just stay up in the league. They didn't. They don't even have plans to. They I plan, don't think they yeah, have plans yeah, to keep. Yeah. They don't have plans to keep him for long at all. They just, hey, just help us. I think they're nineteenth right now. Help us stay up, and if you if you help us stay up, maybe we might, we might give you. You you could they go through like half the season. I, I don't even think they'll give him a bigger contract. We might just go through another half the season. And once they start losing again, they'll just get him out as quickly as possible. That's that's what they always do. So this is what all these kind of clubs do. They bring somebody to save them. Of course, Abba is going to play like nine men behind the ball. They they <laughs> they they survive the relegation. Next season, they play almost similar football, and the fans start complaining that oh, we don't like the style of football. They sack the man. They bring in a progressive manager in quotes, and now we cannot you know make those players play. I mean, he can play fancy football, but they start losing. They be like oh, we're losing again. They kick that fancy or progressive manager out. And then bringing the same man that took them out of relegation back to back into into the fold. It's the same circle, same. <laughs> and if Everton survives relegation this season, they are only pushing their days of doom forward. Because next Further. season, they, they, there's no way they will not survive it. They won't. If they continue, if they continue with this, their style of this, their just this fire going. Fire just doing anyhow, not having any concrete uh, philosophy or having any concrete structure. Yeah, they cannot escape it. Well, that's 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 a fair point. Um, okay, I, I guess I guess my question is: as a United fan, what do you think of the ownership style of the Glazers? Uh, and you know, are you are you one of those United fans who calls for them to sell the team because you know they're not investing in the team as much? Or are you fine with the way they are running the club? And yeah, I think we can start off from there. Uh, yeah, honestly, I don't. I don't think those guys have any. Those guys are just in the club, in the sports business, just to make money. They don't. <laughs> they do not even care about United as a team, you know. And um, every year, every year they get like thirty million plus or something in dividends every every year. I think last year was the first time they didn't take or they didn't take dividends because. We're, we're in a lot of debt. Yeah, yeah. You know, just imagine, imagine a club in a lot of debt, and you're almost like five hundred million plus, and you're still finding ways to pull thirty million every <laughs> come on. That is, that is, that is, um, that's really America bad. We do. Yeah, that. I mean, that's. I mean, it's business. But in terms of yeah. the ownership, I, I think what had happened was um, after Ronaldo. Ronaldo, you know, after that interview with Ronaldo and everything, and Ronaldo mm. had to leave the club, right? Yeah. United stocks dipped so bad. Yep. Uh, mm. And 
what they were trying to do, they were trying to stop the bleeding. So they they just put the club up for sale. You know, as soon as they put the club up for sale, everything went back. The stocks went back up. And in the past, like, um, how many months now? Almost like three months that the club has been up for sale. You know, right now they're saying they, they are letting people into the, the people that are interested. They have a couple of interested parties that they are letting into the what they call the data room. So the data room basically just gives you access to United's, um, you know, to a team's like financial documents, like the background of the team. So from that, people that are interested in the team will be able to um, know the situation of, you know, the financial situation of the team. Mm-hmm. So if, if the situation is so bad and you still want to put your head, you know, that's your luck. <clears throat> so, <laughs> but if, it, if it's really bad, you know, that's, that's the point where you can, you can, you can uh, pull back and say you're no, you're no longer interested. But all those are very, very confident, confidential information. So once you, once you do that, um, once you decide you want to be in the data room, you have, you have to sign like NDAs, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, if you had to ask me, I don't think they're going to sell. You know, you know, because United is it's a big business. I don't think anybody in their right minds will sell. sell. I'm telling you. You know, because I just think it's a very, very, very big business that if you sell if you sell United today, you know, the the valuation is about how much? Uh, I think they're saying five million plus. Five billion, sorry, not billion. billion five yeah. billion plus. Yeah. Um imagine imagine selling a club and making five billion on just one sale. You know, <laughs> worst case worst case scenario, um, they might give off some shares and just be like, okay, you know, we're going to give you minority shares. But I think the people that are coming in, you have to be able to afford the club. Yeah, it's either, it's either you, you're able to, you're willing to take on that risk of, okay, this club has so much debt. I'm willing to take on this risk. The 500 million, I'll wash it. And, you know, then you, you still need to think about, oh, there's the, the fans have been complaining or the players and the fans like if you remember Ronaldo's interview he complained about the stadium and how the stadium is not up to standard and how certain parts of the facility are not up to standard so you have to think about the stadium the training ground every everything that you need to fix which is a lot of money and then you also have to think about the wages the high wage bill that United has so it's it's I, I just think left to me I think if they can get someone that like proper a proper management team and you know restructure the organization a lot better you know we can begin to move towards like profits like yes. getting profits and then eventually eventually the club will be like healthier financially healthier financially and those guys will make their money and united will make their money and everybody will be happy because that's all that's all the that's all the fans really care about i think the fans just really care, they just want like we we want to make we want to be able to afford players. You know, we want to be able to. <laughs> we don't want to be to be thinking about okay, if you if you move shift like make two moves, uh, two <laughs> get, you end up getting <laughs> after Before, you sell this person. And like Barcelona, exactly. for example, like you know, I don't know if you saw in the summer, um, as part of because they were really really you know in dire straits. Like they needed a lot of money, or they needed money because they you know they weren't playing Champions League and to balance their books, and they were even like. Have letting people use parts of camp for for weddings <laughs> for wed- and stuff. Wed- yeah. And stuff. yeah, yeah. I mean, so so so. I guess I don't know if you, I don't know how much you know about Barcelona, but, but like you know, what? How can a team that you know used to be such a you know a wealthy and uh, uh, balanced uh, team in terms of their books? How can they fall to the point where you know they literally have no money? 
uh, in in their account. It's it's bad management, you know. Like at the point in time with um, you know, the former CEO Ed Woodward. Yeah. Woodward didn't really care too much about the football. You know, he didn't care about the on-field performances. All he cared about was how much commercial deals are making outside of football, outside outside the pitch. And if you look at United, look, all those years where United hasn't been performing, we're still making money. Yes. You know, and that, this way, like, through deals. At the point in time, Woodward was going to do it, thinking about, like, instead of, like, you know how you have, like, your brand deals, like your big brand deals, they're thinking about breaking it into smaller deals across, like, in different countries. You know, like oh. in the US, you go partner with a with a like United to partner with a company, company in the US, go to England, partner with somebody else, go to Nigeria, partner with somebody else. So that's how the guy was thinking about pulling in revenue for the club. Oh. You know, and he was a smart guy, but you know, you need to win games to also yeah. make money. To be to be able to be, to be, able to be attractive to prospective exactly. to, to businesses and everything. Businesses and fans. Because in the end, right. in the end. Is the fans that make up the teams, make up the clubs, right. make the clubs profitable. If you're yeah. not doing well, if you are if you're not doing well on the field, there's no way you will make money eventually exactly. because you start losing revenues and, and, and stuff. And, and like some like one of the, the latest thing, like the team viewer, I think we lost that contract or we cancelled the contract. United cancelled the contract um last year or last year actually. Um and they canceled the contract because, you know, I, losing games, all of that wasn't good brand for, for team viewer. <laughs> so they're just like, yo, I'm, I'm actually we, can't, with that. We, can't, we can't do this anymore, please. <laughs> um, this, is, this, this your brand is not good for our own brand. And they just part ways. Terminated it. Yeah, so, they terminated the contract. So how about, how about Newcastle? How much did they sell by Newcastle? Oh, man, New, Newcastle, was, Newcastle was bought at a steel, man. If if I had that money, I would have bought Newcastle myself. <laughs> because the way they are performing now, man, yeah. you would think you would think they were bought for like a billion dollars. Newcastle was bought for like 300, 300 million, that's, that's which crazy. was like a big steal. That's that's uh, Ronaldo's salary for uh, Ronaldo. <laughs> Ronaldo. <laughs> was that, no, is that not like how much does he make? Five hundred, five hundred thousand a week, right? Yeah, no, he's supposed to make over two years. Supposed to make. Um, oh, you know. mean in 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 Saudi? Yes, in Saudi. In Saudi. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's yeah. on. Is it two fifty or something two, like two, that? Yeah, yeah, about two hundred um, over the course of two years. So Ronaldo, Ronaldo is is almost Lucas. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure when when uh, Ronaldo is done in Saudi, he's probably going to come back and own a prem club. It, you heard it, it should. You it heard should. it here first. It in, case, in case this happens, <laughs> in case this happens, I predicted it. Because I want to make money from off football, man. It should. Yeah. It should. But yeah, it Newcastle. Should. I don't think. I think the reason why Newcastle went for that low. I mean, the club that has like history like that shouldn't be. Right. Shouldn't be going for that kind of amount, but. They were the old ownership wasn't it wasn't the yeah, best. Yeah, they were doing pretty yeah. terrible. They were right. pretty bad. They were not. They were like I think almost in relegation before these yes. Saudi guys came in and yes. this is this Saudis or Qataris? Yeah, before, Saudis, yeah. Be, before they came in and um, you know changed everything around. But right now they are playing like a squad that was bought for like over a billion dollar or billion pounds right now. Yeah, pounds. You know, so so when do you think they will finish this season? Man, that's it's hard to see, but at this point, with the way they are playing, maybe top four. Um, mm. 
I think yeah, I think ahead of United, first and second, first and second. Yeah, it, it sucks for me to say it, but Arsenal might take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so buy your ticket to buy your ticket to Emirates. It sucks to say, but Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal might take it. Like if you look at the buyers too, like Arsenal, the, the their transfer this January transfer. As as they bought like how many players? How many players you guys buy? Three, Two or three, three players. Yeah. So you got Jorginho, Trossard, Kiwikio, and, and the defender, right? Yeah, yeah. And those are at least two of those players. We know how they play. The third person that came from Spezia is it Spezia? Spezia, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I've never seen him play, but at least two of those guys, we know how they play. Like Jorginho, he's. He would work in Arsenal. It's perfect for Arsenal. Very perfect. Besides perfect party, for Arsenal. Besides yeah. party pain, you know, at least Shaka can get a a break once in a yeah. while. You know? And even you can cover for party as well. Yeah, mean, and he could cover for party as well. Exactly. Yeah. Now that party is injured, right? Yeah, yeah. Or and uh, or in Europa games as well. Uh, although the party injury is supposed to be his, his it's supposed to be his ribs. Yeah, so not be serious, but even mm-hmm. if he doesn't have to make, make it, I hope he's serious. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I cannot, I cannot talk about party. I hope he's serious. I can't talk about party. I hope he's serious, but but like I was saying, they they've had like it's serious business. Like Trossard, Trossard would give um, Martinelli a break, and Trossard can play anywhere on the front line. So if Saka is not performing, Saka and um, Trossard will move to the right. If Odingard is tired, Trossard can slot in the middle. If um, Martinelli is tired, he'll, he'll slot in on the left. And he can even, if you guys decide to play three at the back, he can play wing back. Yeah, he can play wing back, yes. And so he's like, like as, as the game against United, man, I was like so mad when he came on. Like, <laughs> those his few, like, his coming in the game for his few touches, and you could see that, uh, yeah, this yeah. guy belongs in this team, you know? So that's why I think Arsenal will win. Man City will probably come second. Then United, I think United might be dead, maybe. You know, so United I dead. Know. I'm sorry, I, I can't. I, I, I feel, I feel United will be dead. I don't. And then, Newcastle. And then Newcastle, Newcastle can can take their fourth place. <laughs> yeah, Thank Newcastle. Can. I, I feel Newcastle will make top four too, and I feel that uh, again, Newcastle is United's problem this season. I just feel so. Um, I just feel that one, way. One, one last question, I guess. What do you have to say? Because uh, of of you know the way like because back in the day, you know, teams used to be publicly owned. It's the fans that you know mostly own clubs. What do you? I mean, obviously, it's probably it's profit driven now. But why suddenly was there a shift from publicly owned teams to like privately owned teams? What do you What do you have to say about that? I think it's just business, in all honesty. <laughs> yeah, it's all business. People, people see like, especially right now, like the U.S. investors mm. have seen that. Um, there's a lot of money. EPL, there's a lot of money to be made in EPL, and they don't think EPL is being marketed right. You know, like the marketing for like EPL should be like very big, but yeah. the the American investors think that man, you can do more with. Um, with the marketing of the English Premier League. So why can't we come in here and show them how it's done? The way they do it in the US, like if they can if they can break if they can even break like a a um 
a 90 minute game into quarters they will do right. it in, they will do it because they, they want to make money they want to use those break times uh, mm. those to Please, make um... don't, don't give them ideas <laughs> no no, no, no but, it's, it's, but, no, it's, but it's, it's true and after that brings to my next question it's true um, so i wanted to bring us <laughs> this part of the conversation no honestly like i honestly speaking when var first came out my uh, I, I was telling my housemate at the time that i feel like these americans during VAR break, they'll introduce they might, commercials. Yes, they might start him, commercials. Yeah, I told him that. Might, the guy, I was like, no, no, it can't happen. I'm like, no, on a serious note, like, this I, is I, I, I won't be surprised if they start selling those VR. Yeah. VAR, um, the, yeah. And then they'll start taking team. long to make calls. Uh, so so now, and so here's my question to you, as you know, our resident sports <laughs> business analyst. <laughs> Do you think that that is ruining the game? Do you think that the... You know this major influx of money, while it's making the game, you know, uh, uh, more accessible in terms of people being able to watch it. Is it ruining the on-field and on-field experience for the players as well as long, uh, you know, fans? You know, I I think we need to move with the times, right? And mm. um, the the fact that you know certain teams, a lot of teams have been hurt by by you know wrong, deci- wrong decisions, oh, decisions um, in the okay. past like you we were, we were talking about the VAR you know on field mm. decisions um like going back to I think was it England that Lampard shot in that World Cup uh, I was about Lampard yeah I was talking about Lampard I came off he came off he entered the post came off the bar even even only using his hands yeah so so things like that we need to we need to move with the times um is it ruining the fun of the game? Yes, you know because, like for us football fans, you know I want my, I want my my team to to score a last minute goal that goal and celebrate it. Just let it end like that. No, it you is Freddie now. You play Freddie kids or Joe <laughs> But like like the other day, um, was it was it the um, FA Cup that Rashford scored that um, goal? To make it ten consecutive goals in the mm, yeah. in, in at Old Trafford, the first person yeah. to do it, you know, first black guy to do it. I was happy for him. Black boy, but, Joe. yeah, but they, they they took it they took it from him because of you know VAR, which was obvious. That was a, a very wrong call, but VAR took it away from him. But <laughs> overall, what what you know in terms of like how does this change the game? I think for Prem especially, the money influx in Prem makes Prem more competitive. You know, like with Prem, Prem can afford whoever they want to afford. I mean, it's unfair to other leagues, but man, other leagues right. go get your. They should go find like their sugar daddies as well. <laughs> that, can, that can help them. That can help them grow their league. But you know, Prem, we have we have like the nice Saudi sugar daddies. The, you know the Qatari, you know, the Qatari American sugar American daddies, ones. the Glazer sugar daddies, Crunchies. <laughs> so yeah, yeah Crunchies too. So um, it's making the league more competitive, you know, so I think it's good for the league, but at the same time, uh, the fact that it's not spread across all the other leagues, the other leagues won't be able to afford as, you know, the same quality of players like the top teams can, the, the teams with money can, so it's still not balanced, but maybe eventually to get there when more, more money is being pumped into the league or it might not get there, we don't know, but yeah. that's that's my thought. Mm. No, no, no. I, I, I wholeheartedly agree, I mean, I, I obviously, I'm, football, at the end of the day, it's a money business. Yep. Even though, I mean, at least for the, at the professional level, it's all about making money for the owners. And so, um, I guess the clubs and players have to go the direct, unfortunately, have to go the direction that 
you know, their owners demand that they go. So then I guess one last thing, uh, the, you know, there were talks of the Super UEFA Super League um, last year, you know, where you would have this group, elite group of eight of teams that would never get relegated um, uh, and, you know, they would just keep playing kind of like what you have here in, in, in the United States. What do, you, what do you have to say about that? What are your thoughts? I I I thank God it didn't go through. <laughs> I, I know. Like I it, know. It, I thank God it didn't go through. Like we we can't dream of like imagine Liverpool and Chelsea now ninth and tenth, <laughs> the, the mid offs. Yeah, <laughs> mid level teams. You know, imagine imagine those two guys. Um, they don't qualify for Champions League this year, but they are still going to be in the Super League. Yeah. Just imagine that kind of situation. Yeah. Like they would, it, it won't be fun for the other teams. Like, what do I have to play for? Like yeah. a Crystal Palace that's or a Brighton. Let's let's take Brighton for example. A team like Brighton or a team like Newcastle might even have the money to join the yeah. Super League. But a team like Brighton, what do they have to play for? If every year they grow all these young talents, but these young talents cannot play in the Super League if they even make the the top four positions, you know, yeah. what does that have to say for them? So. I, I, I'm happy you didn't go through. And um, mm. I, I think it was a really bad idea. But, you know, the people that the people that came up with the idea were just looking out for themselves and wanted, the, you know, they just wanted to get richer through that whole Super League process. But thank God you didn't go through. Mm. I agree too. I agree you didn't go through. I, I agree that it's, it's, it's a bad, 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 uh, what's the word now? Bad idea. Because it just yeah. feels like they want to circumvent um, after being bad managers, mismanaging their clubs, they want to find a way around around it and bring in money, extra money to the to the free. Especially those say Italian teams. <laughs> right know. now, yeah. I feel I feel other clubs just go into that place I'll and turn up. that place to <laughs> turning them turn them to to Osei, just come together and see we are watching these players of no this, this was uh, uh uh this was a very informative session at your uh she was quite right that you are the resident uh analyst here sports analyst and so We'll ha- definitely have you back on the show um, yeah. uh, b- to touch on more. Now we really enjoyed this. Let me have you back on the show to touch on more, more. Uh, uh, I guess aspects of the of the game, including recruitment, uh, player development, uh, and you know how how teams set you know are set up to succeed uh, based on their player recruitment and, and, and things like that. So yeah, we we'll, we'll definitely, definitely love to have you back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any any closing thoughts? And uh, obviously, you have to admit that Arsenal is going to win the league, but I'll, I'll leave you to, to close out on that. But we said this thing from the beginning of the season, Arsenal is going to win the league. Cl- closing, what do you really want to agree? Closing thoughts, um, Arsenal is one of the three teams that, you know, has made 50 points from 19 games or 20 games this season. So, congrats on... And, and it's... it's most teams that get to that level at this time of the season, you know, you guys are already winners. So please <laughs> buy that buy that jersey that you've been, you've sure, been holding off for. Sure. Buy that jersey and customize it. What 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 number is this? What what number is the trophy? The, this one is going to be this will be our fourth man. Number fourth. four. <laughs> four. <laughs> yeah. You guys, wow. you guys are still, 
We'll call you guys baby ass now. <laughs> wow. Baby ass now. What is the old calm down? What is wow? Why are you wow? Wow. I, I but, have, but, but you know, you guys made the loudest noise. If you guys don't win it this year, this is year 19, right? Yeah, this will be... If you guys don't win it this it'll, year... It'll, yeah, you know, it'll be... Yeah, yeah, this is the last time we won it, yeah. It's going to be tough yeah. for you. So, I think... I think <laughs> wherever, wherever your juju man is or your pastor, <laughs> you need to you need to pray. Or pray shaman. <laughs> or shaman at the... Definitely not Pogbasha. Definitely not Pogbasha. No, you say Yatu. Yatu is shaman. Yatu is shaman. Oh, yeah. Pogbasha guy doesn't work well. So Yatu is on. Yatu is on. It's working. People know which Champions League... So, yeah, today's was working. Anyways, thank you for for coming through on this episode. As Obina said, we'll definitely bring you back. We'll yeah, probably have for... we'll probably have a round table with you and uh, your Samuel. I yeah. see. Yeah, thanks, for, <laughs> th- thanks for having me, man. This was this was a very interesting conversation. Yeah, and pretty definitely. good questions. No, yeah, thanks, thanks. We had a good time, brother. All right. Um. So. I guess we will then move on to what we do. Uh, <laughs> talking about what? Why are you laughing? Because like, my answer is funny. What's your answer? Let me hear. My answer is it's still Liverpool. Like oh. I want to escape Liverpool. It's still Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. You see, just so many twerking. twerking on his feet. It's <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool. We don't have made my guy twerk on his feet. <laughs> oh. You know, I, 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 I think. Um, at the seventy-fourth minute, they showed Trent's face on the bench. You can see that the man has been through it. That man was <laughs> gasping for his life. Like God, I, I only want to play football. I don't know why this happened to me. <laughs> like it's crazy. I, I'm tired of calling. So since we started this podcast, our team, our worst team of the week has been Liverpool. It has been Liverpool, man. Back to back to back. Like, what is happening? Like, yeah, no. <laughs> if we just that it's bad, they're still like, okay, we're still try- trying to like get better, you know, win odd games here and there. But come on now, Liverpool, please. <laughs> well, well, um, nah, Liverpool, they've been, they've been terrible. They've been terrible this, uh, uh, what's it called, this season. And I, I don't know, obviously, the. They seem to have Jimmy Carragher keeps talking of how you know like uh, they need to keep club, but that guy is very biased. <laughs> very biased. I mean, aren't you? No, but but the thing is, the thing is, like, I I think after, everything in life, you know, is cyclical. So I I think I, they've come to the end of the cycle, and I think it's time. Obviously, I say this as a, as someone who doesn't like Liverpool, so I actually don't even like Liverpool or club. But I think that eventually they have to answer the question uh, of if Klopp should stay there. Personally, if my own bias take is that he shouldn't he shouldn't leave, I think that they need to just invest as a club. But as a biased fan who wants to see the club suffer, I think they should sell. They should let Klopp go, man. They should sack the guy. Okay, do, do you know what my honest opinion? What is your yeah? What is your honest? I opinion? feel they should sack him. This is my own yeah. biased opinion. Reason Why? being that reason being that the way Klopp plays. Mm-hmm. You need certain type of players to play that way. And so, so why can't they back you him? Cannot... Why, why should they back him? Wait, wait. So you you cannot make a regular player play that intense football just because club is the manager. You have to like be very very meticulous with picking those players. So what's happening right now is even when you get those players, 
it's still going to take a little while for them to gel. Uh, so if so, so, that, so that's the thing. So if they still keep him to like maybe like next season or next two seasons, they're just pushing, they're pushing inevitable. the inevitable, and there's no way they will get out of this funk. Like I, I honestly don't think they'll get out of this funk. I think they are just done. They're done. But keeping well, him, I want them to keep him because. I want them to continue this way. To continue the struggle, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Now, I mean, knowing the guys, I mean, yeah, I guess yes. Unless he has, he has to reinvent himself. Then, going based on what you what you're saying, it's not really about reinventing yourself because I remember them. I remember a lot of people saying that about about Mourinho. Because the thing is, most of these managers are set in their ways. So, if, nope. what 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 they usually do is what has worked for me in the past. Why is it not working for me now? Right, so you really which find saying, which one I'm saying like he needs to reinvent the, the thing is the most successful coach in the Premier League, which I mean I don't like to admit it, but it's Ferguson, right? He reinvented, I mean, he the way Fred used to play wasn't the uh early on, wasn't the way he played in the middle, wasn't the way he played towards the end of his of his his uh uh tenure or his career, uh, managerial career united, right? So that's why I'm saying like you uh, because football has been evolving, and this was the issue that Wenger had, he did not you know, evolve. He didn't reinvent himself based yep. on the way the game had changed. Mm-hmm. And so I think Klopp has two options. Either he evolves with the time, because nowadays football is no longer as, again, pressed. I don't know that it works as much anymore, like, because people are really slowing the game down, passing it you know, back and forth. So by the time you press so high, I don't know that players can sustain that for 90 whole minutes anymore. You get I mean, so- there are players that can sustain that but you just have to collectively. Yeah, you have to just search for those yeah. players. Yeah. And right now, there are not many players that can do that. There are not many. That's what's happening to them right now. And I mean, I can say a lot about Ferguson, but no, I'm not going to say that because <laughs> he's the greatest manager ever. Oh, so I'm not about to say anything about Ferguson. So he just said about reinventing himself. I will agree with that. <laughs> anyway, let's uh, let's let's uh, 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 predictions to head into predictions for the week. So. Um, the first game this weekend. So, oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Omo, wait, sorry, I'm being co- man. This Texas calls. I don't even know what's going on, but um, the games for this weekend are uh, uh, Chelsea Fulham. Chelsea Fulham. That's the first game. What are your What are your predictions? Ah, I honestly, I think that game is going to be. I think Chelsea is going to win this game. I think they will win the game. Scoreline. I see. Yeah, that's brilliant. I'm going to talk about scoreline now. Yes, okay. yes, two one, yes. two one, two one. Me just to make things spicy, I'll go with Fulham two one. Uh, yeah. I need them so I, 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 so need, I need, I need, I need. First of all, that ends with Fernandez and Woodrick. I need to see them struggle. Like no, nah, they're not struggle. Just just play as most struggle. Forget. I, just forget. I need them to, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you said just two one. I said Fulham two one. Uh, Arsenal, Everton, Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I, there's about that one. Is no, 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 give me, give me, give me. probably win like maybe like three zero or two okay, one. Good, good. No, 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 they're not scoring us. Uh, I say, I say three zero. It was crazy. Yes. Villa, Leicester. So these two teams, okay, I'll say two two. No, I'll say I'll say Villa two zero. Mm, okay, Villa because they are home. Uh, Una Emery, yeah, they're starting to have. Oh, Una Emery, I keep forgetting about this man. Um, okay, 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 okay. I'll, I'll change my 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 prediction. <laughs> going I'll one, go. No, no, going no, no. Twice. 
I'll go Aston Villa 2-1. 2-1. Okay, that's fair. Brentford, Southampton. Uh, Brentford to win. But Southampton, like, that's not unpredictable. Yeah. I'll do 2-2. Two, two. Yeah, I was going to do a draw as well. 1-1. One, one. Come, it's not fair that you go first, Jerry. Now, like... <laughs> oh, yeah, go. Go next. Go, go. Brighton, go Bournemouth. Yeah, I give Brighton uh, uh, 3-1. Of course, between Little Man... Yeah. And his thesis on how to how he's driven people. <laughs> how to dribble <laughs> Brighton, yeah. Yeah, Brighton, Brighton to win maybe like three one or two zero. United Palace. <clears throat> We're winning this one two one. Um, I give Palace two one. Okay. I give Palace. Wolves Liverpool. Mm. Wolves are playing rubbish. And Liverpool know how to beat Wolves. It's gonna be very tough. Ah, Jesus Christ, Liverpool. I can't even, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> Two-one Liverpool. Ah, God, help me. Two-one Liverpool. Uh, uh, I give Wolves 2-1. I need Liverpool to continue to struggle. So, yeah. Newcastle, West Ham. Newcastle is going to beat West Ham. 2-0. Yeah, yeah. 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 sounds about yeah, I'll, yeah sounds about right. Yeah, I, I also need that Newcastle clean sheet for my FPL. So yeah, that's why, that's why I don't play FPL. <sighs> All right, and then um, Nottingham Forest Leeds. Hmm. Ah, this game is very interesting. Yeah, that's a tricky one actually. Yeah, I think Leeds is gonna win because not Tottenham Forest. I don't know. They're just all over the place. They have, they have only one player that is that is that's been very good. So I would say Leeds. Leeds. 2-1. Yeah, that's a tricky one, actually. I'll go with uh, 2-2. Mm-hmm. I'll go with 2-2. Leeds, they concede goals. So, yeah. And then Spurs, City. So, this game, I'm, 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 I have a feeling Conte might want to learn from his lessons. But City will still beat them. City will so beat them. 2-1. Yeah. 2-1. I'll still go. I'll go uh, City. I think... Yeah, uh, I'll go 3-1 City, actually. Just so I don't agree with you. And also, I didn't... They would, they, would, they would defend better. Supposed to defend better this time around. But well, they lose. I still say City. So, uh, oh, yeah. Um, because from now on until the end of the season, because of the World Cup, there will be a lot of games coming in thick and fast. So, um, our next episode should be out before the United Leeds game. And so, we'll do the predictions then. Because that's on a Wednesday, so... Mm. Um, yeah so well thank you all for listening um, we hope you enjoyed the show we found it very 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 informative uh, Shane I hope you learned a thing or two about uh, sport business Shane luckily United they don't have you running their, their finances otherwise they will be struggling more uh, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not I'm not really a financial person when it yeah. comes to administration and ideas sport ideas I'm, I'm up there <laughs> Anyways, guys, remember to follow us on Instagram, bias underscore football underscore takes. I don't know how we've been created that using too many underscores, but you know, it's, it's 30 plus, you know, 30 plus. <laughs> it's showing, it's showing. No, yeah, you, you have to differentiate that because, yeah, anyway, you have to uh, look for a unique name. Uh, so, so many underscores. And remember to follow us, remember to stream on. All the podcast platforms, and we're also on tuning. So Google, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and we're, we're about to create an, a Twitter 
profile or Twitter account. So you can also banter us on that too. But yeah. Yeah. All right. Until next week. Uh enjoy the games and uh yeah. See you next week. Remember to support United. Oh my god, Arsenal, 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 please. Arsenal, <laughs> enjoy the game. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Easy.